Hello and welcome to Sounds Of, a podcast created by Drum and Brass with the support of Arts Council England. In today's episode, we hear John Sinclair talking to violinist Helen Butterfield and Drum and Brass director Sim Mystery about a new project called the School's Music Taster Project. We'll also hear about the group instrument lessons and music making workshops run by Drum and Brass at the Woodgate Resources Centre in Leicester with financial support from Arts Council England and the Leicestershire Music Hub. Violinist Helen Butterfield is very much involved in the school's music taster project managed by Drummer Brass and funded by Arts Council England. I asked Helen to describe what she and Sim have actually been doing in schools. We've been um, engaging with local primary schools to basically find out firstly what sort of music is going on in schools and what children and teachers think might be of interest. So we've gone into two or three schools and done some music assemblies for whole key stages, which is quite fun. We take in some instruments, I show them, I'm a violin teacher here, so I show them how a a violin sounds and get them to... um, clap and dance along to that and I show them the other instruments that we have available so guitar, keyboard and some brass instruments and if we can find someone who can play a brass instrument that's, that's always a bonus and last time we went to school we found a, a child who could blow into the corner which was great we have about uh, 20 drums so we get some, some, a group one at a time to sort of lead some rhythm games or I, I lead some rhythm games with them just to get them to see how easy it is to make music um, and they, they all get very excited and realise that you know um, it's about participating with a group and having a different voice and, and often it suits people who aren't quite so sociable or, or articulate they can make themselves heard through music and be assertive in that way so um, it's been a real real fun project actually. The other member of the school's music taster project team is Sim Mystery. Sim is one of the directors of Drum and Brass. I asked her to explain the aims of the project and the purpose of the activities. We're looking at uh, engaging with young people, making them aware of what we've got happening on their doorstep and giving them a little bit about why music is important and what it does to your brain, so the sort of neuroscience behind music, as well as either a bit of a taster session or a group music uh, improvisation that's led by Helen, who um, also does the violin lessons and the No Bars Orchestra. So it's a little bit of a a mix of um, just that, just uh, what's on their doorstep, what they can kind of engage with and a chance to do some group music as well. So, Sim, why do you think this work is needed? Unfortunately, I think schools are so pressed uh, with regards to time and things like music, especially at primary school, gets less and less time on the timetable and what they can offer isn't really giving them the music that is available. So we'll take the instruments in, we've got, we'll get the samba set, we'll get a few guitars and brass instruments and some string instruments so they can actually see the um, instruments that, that are available. Um, Helen's really good at getting audience participation so she'll get a few people from the assembly to come and have a, a go if they are experienced players in, in cornet or cello or, or the guitar and then she'll also demonstrate a few different pieces that they're either familiar with or they can clap along to which again just makes music a bit more interactive engaging and leaves that positive impression which is uh, the music music's great and brings people together. So Helen do you follow up the sessions in any way? 
We do send the parents of the children, we send them emails about what particular interests the children might have. And we're, so it's part of a research um, funded project. So we're, we're going to be looking at the, the results that come up about that. And obviously we promote what happens here at Woodgate. And, uh, and as I say, I teach violin here, but we also have in other instruments, instruments being taught after school at subsidised rates. But we also have informal groups. So on a Monday, we've got samba drumming. And Tuesdays, I run a, a little orchestra for, for children who, who don't, don't, don't necessarily have to have much experience. And we've been very lucky to participate in, in major events in the, in the city because I'm a member of the Leicester Symphony Orchestra. So, for instance, on Sunday afternoon, we are actually performing at De Montfort Hall during the interval of, of the Leicester Symphony Orchestra concert. And they're going to be able to meet the uh, violin soloist that's playing with us and have a bit of a Q&A with them. So it's really exciting opportunities for people to get involved in ensemble music making on Thursdays um, I think we've um, oh, sorry on Wednesdays they've got um, an informal guitar group as well as you know just being taught lessons that it's a way of, of playing together on Thursdays there's um, trying out brass instruments and then on Friday I think Sim leads a um, junk uh, music making workshop um, so this it's a very active active place and you say kids go to see you know professionals almost uh, I suppose that's another way of enthusing them to, to carry on isn't it Absolutely. Uh, I mean, last March we were very lucky to be involved in a project that enabled, well, I think about 50 children played in the orchestra, but um, about 80 people who'd never been to a classical concert before were given especially discounted tickets and came to watch the Leicester Symphony Orchestra playing concert. That's the first concert they've been to. So, Helen, what do you hope to achieve? We want to break down barriers to classical music because it's got sort of a, a, a reputation as being just sort of a bit stuffy and, 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 and you know it, they, the children loved it and it proved it could be a lot of fun and an amazing experience to see 80 musicians playing together on that stage at De Montfort Hall and, and, and inspire them to, to say they can do that themselves one day. So Sim can you tell us about the funding behind the project and what can you offer the children after the sessions in the schools? Drum and Brass applied for some Arts Council funding to be able to go into schools and capture what is happening to music and uh, how are young people accessing music at both primary and secondary school age in the Leicester area. Uh, and on the back of that, once we've um, been and done the assembly with the young people and, and given them the information about what is available, we send out an email to parents which uh, gives them uh, a bit more information about what's on their doorstep, our lessons for after-school music clubs and how we're working with the Leicestershire Music Hub to make music sessions more accessible with fee remission. There's also a bit of a research questionnaire that goes out to families to find out a little bit about that musical history. What, what musical lessons are they accessing? Do they know where to get musical instruments from and um, if if historically that family have been involved in music somewhere whether it be a parent or a grandparent that's had lessons just to kind of capture what has happened over over time with music and is there a, a dip in music engagement with young people and obviously if you've got uh, somebody who wants to take up a music instrument and hasn't got a history in the family I suppose the question is, is what instrument do you want to play? Or is it a question of just trying out a few? This is it. I mean, like what, what some, some children have the, the inkling that they want to play an instrument or some children have an idol or a, a role model that they want to try and uh, emulate. The wonderful thing about the music after school clubs that we've got on at the Woodgate Resources Centre is that it is an accessible way to 
try out instruments. So, for example, we've just set up a, a brass jam session on a Thursday whereby we've worked with the Music Hub to obtain the instruments so that the young people can have a go, have a blow, see if they like the French horn or the trumpet. And uh, a wonderful teacher who um, is a, a, a a trumpeter himself and goes on tour so he's able to give something back to the community with that sort of grassroots approach to let's explore let's see what you engage with ultimately if that young person then decides from an after-school music club that they want to take this on further and they're a bit more serious about it we've then got the more traditional music lessons with with a structure in mind where that young person can excel and learn some skills and hopefully um, come along and perform at one of our performances that we then arrange in the community. And I guess kids have an idea what they want to play but I, I guess the leaders have an idea how to teach them to play in the first place so uh, drum and brass have got to make that side of it work as well haven't they? For sure, for sure. I mean I think that um, if you've got someone in front of that young person who um, is enthusiastic and oozes the music, as it were, and shares their their love for it, that young child is going to be receptive to engaging that young person and pick up on the fun and pick up on the, the need to just express themselves. And from that, you can then build the trusting relationship to take the risks. If it works, you've got support and guidance to make it flourish. And if uh, you, you struggle, then you've got help and support to uh, to put it right. So um, it's, it's important to have the right person in front of you, I think, to be able to share that that experience and, and build that young person up. Because it is frustrating when you don't you don't hit the note right or the scale doesn't sound right or I suppose with with the right person you can you can take those those steps needed to uh, keep progressing. It's a project I understand that's kind of taken off this year in particular. You mentioned a couple of schools. You, you tried to widen the scope of where you're going to as well. Oh yeah, I mean we, we initially tried to uh, engage with schools locally. We've had some success with that, and some you know it's, it's progressing in the right direction. We've come kind of out into community groups, scouts, and uh, cubs and beavers, and and um, got some data as well with regards to uh, if they play music and uh, where they get instruments from. So it's been it's been really exciting to take take the workshop out and get the information and and make music with young people in in different settings so a lovely project to be a part of and we've talked about woodgate for those people who don't know where it is just explain where woodgate is so woodgate the woodgate resources center is on woodgate in the le3 area it's a stone throw away from the city center um, and um, on main route to uh, to Gruby Road. So um, it's a fantastic little location, close to south, town, fairly central, um, and a lovely building with where the acoustics are just magical. And I guess if people are interested, how would they get in touch? Do they get in touch uh, with Woodgate or you? How does that work? The Woodgate uh, telephone number uh, is available, but um, best your best bet is to contact me on uh, sim at drumandbrass.co.uk. We're really accommodating. We really want uh, young people to um, come along and jam with us, uh, learn, learn some basics and uh, have a skill that lasts a lifetime. And obviously this is all coming from Drum and Brass funding, so it's money well spent, you would say. I'm, I'm sure you would say that. 
Oh, it is. It is. It's wonderful when um, when you see the young people who who have been practicing and they come along and they're just beaming with pride when uh, that penny drops. And I think uh, doing a fantastic um, thing with the project that they've got going on here in Leicester um, and trying to trying to engage with young people who wouldn't normally access music, actually make it accessible and, and give them an opportunity to uh, do some wonderful things. So really pleased with how things are going um you know with with promoting what we're doing with different groups as well as uh trying to trying to make more music happen in the space that we've got so very fortunate and uh obviously i suppose a lot of practice goes on uh but you're trying to schedule some performances for really put them on the spot do you as well Oh, put them on the spot. It's more about sharing those those <laughs> skills. I think music, music, uh, music's something to be shared. You know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a parent myself. I've got a child who plays a, a plethora of different instruments, and the, it's it's really a wonderful moment when you're sat watching your young person and they're performing, and you know you get the goose pimps pimples on your on your, and that's that that for me is magic. You know, if, if we can get more families having those experiences where they come out into the community and they watch their young person perform, uh, that's going to last a lifetime. That that whole experience for that young person is transformative. They're learning skills about uh, performing and, uh, you know, controlling their nerves and, and sharing something that um, is just truly magical. So yeah. um, I love yeah. putting them on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I remember going to Dumont Hall with a group of kids uh, when there was a classical concert on and all the parents turning up beaming with pride because I guess, you know, uh, to achieve to be able to play with an orchestra and, uh, and get through the songs and so on, you know, it must really be very nice for the parents. Very much so. And, and like I say, it's, it's about making those memories with families. Everything like the cost of living is is sky high and it, it does impact what you do with your families. And if we can work with community groups in Leicester to be able to provide a space for young people to come out and perform. You've got a, a real excellent way of, of bringing community together, create that cohesion and and have a day out that is memorable, you know. So um, love, love trying to find spaces in the centre of the city to, uh, to be able to do that. You've been listening to Sounds Of, a podcast created by Drum and Brass. We're a community interest company focusing on music for well-being with safety, inclusivity and diversity in mind. If you would like to find out more, do take a look around the Drum and Brass website, drumandbrass.co.uk. You can also email sim at sim at drumandbrass.co.uk. Thank you for listening, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, and you'll hear about the next episode as soon as it drops. Our special thanks go to our guests Helen Butterfield and Sim Mystery, to our funding partners Arts Council England, to our presenter and technical support John Sinclair and to you for listening today. Drum and Brass, putting music in the community and doing music differently. Mm-hmm.